well, good afternoon, good evening, good night, uh, wherever oh. you are. It's Truman Show. Bye. Uh, <laughs> this is the Beatles World Cup. We take 213 Beatles songs and we make sure that 212 of them are gone forever. Well, not forever, but uh, we're going to find the top one. I promise you that. Uh, I'm Jono. And I'm Rob. Hey, and Rob, last week uh, it was a battle really between uh, the early rocker and the late rocker back in the USSR did beat eight days a week. Some mm-hmm. would say that's a controversial choice. It's funny when we say early and late too, because there's only like not many <laughs> years in between them. It seems I know. like a lifetime. Like three? Oh, something like that. Yeah. Um, this week we have four new songs to talk about. What did we pick out, Rob? We picked out I'm Only Sleeping from Revolver. Chains from Please Please Me, and Your Bird Can Sing from Revolver, and Sexy Sadie from The White Album. Sexy Sadie, where have you gone? There we go, a bit more singing for you, for the fans out there. And there are some, apparently. Uh, my work bestie says you have a lovely voice. Well. She yeah. does. What can I say? But um, There you go. Welcome to the Beatles World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> It's all down to the microphone, I think, Rob. It's you all down so? to the microphone. Just the EQing, the, you know. The, the size? Or, oh, I see, the EQing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Hey, um, let's mm. get into it straight away. I'm only yes. sleeping. I'm only sleeping. I've always felt, oh gosh, a real melancholia around this track, Jono. And it's weird because it's, I don't think it's meant to be a sad song at all. If anything, I think this is just meant to be about, you know, luxuriating and the feeling of being in bed. Maybe you're under the influence of something. Maybe you're not. You're just having a snooze. But the lyric and the feel of the song has always given me this slightly unsettled feeling. You know, why does this person want to be so far away and out of touch with the world? Are are they depressed? You know, there always seemed to be a slightly sinister vibe to the vocal. Am I overthinking this, Jono? I I've just felt uh, it's always there. I, I think you are a little right. bit. Because um, there was a... The, wasn't it, was it Maureen Cleave, I want to say? Probably got that wrong. Pretty sure Not it was Maureen Starkey? Cleave. She was like... Oh, no, hang on. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Uh, it was the um, journalist who basically did all the profiles on them. Um, oh, right. Maureen... Uh, I can't remember. Damn it. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, she basically said, John Lennon is the laziest person in Britain. Because uh, he just liked to just laze around and sleep. Mm. He just liked it. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I, I, I don't think the song is meant to be melancholic or sinister. It's always just come across to me that way. But but don't get me wrong, I, I do like it. You know, um, it's just that it's not like if the Wiggles wrote a song about sleeping that's all happy. It's, it's more like if, I don't know, Pennywise the Clown wrote a song about sleeping. It, it just has a sinister vibe to me, you know. But Lennon did like his sleep, as you say. There's plenty of quotes from him, too. I think, you know, in the 60s that sleeping was genuinely one of his favourite things to do. So there's an autobiographical feel to the song uh, as well, but still slightly sinister to me, Jono. Um, you know that the Wiggles did actually write a song about sleeping. It's called Wake Up Jeff. Well, that's about waking up, Jono. It's not about sleeping. Oh, right. Well, same diff, you know. Have the Wiggles infected New Zealand as well? 
The Wiggles are worldwide, aren't they? Oh, God. Literally Isn't that terrible? Um, I love it. I'm going up, up, and up, up, and up, up, up. I'm going down, down. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Uh, I'm only sleeping. So, uh, bata- got to talk about the backwards guitar, which is just awesome. Sure. The backmasked guitar. Mm. Yeah. What's the difference more. between backwards and backmasked? I think it's just a technical term for it. All right. Mm. Well, I'm going to keep calling it the backwards guitar because okay. it is, isn't it? <laughs> well, well it, indeed, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah and again, we've, we've talked about studio trickery in past episodes, and here's another example of it. The guys were always pushing George Martin, you know, what happens if we do this? What happens if we do that? Can mm-hmm. we do this? Can we do that? And they just really pushed the envelope all through the 60s. It, yeah. it sounds quite quaint now. It sounds cool, but it's still pretty quaint now. But at the time, no one had heard this before. Crazy. Um, there is a big yawn in it as well. Have you heard the yawn? I can't say that I have. I don't listen on headphones, John. Well, if you do, I think you can hear it without the headphones. It's just before the second bridge and, and John goes, yawn, Paul. And then you hear this. And it's one of those things, once you hear it, you can't unhear it. You just hear a... Mm. <laughs> I'll have to listen out for it. Uh... I, I think this is this is great, and uh, again, just shows all the, the different varieties of things on Revolver that all just seem to merge together in such a beautiful way. Mm. So yeah, uh, this is this is track number three. Is it on Revolver? I think so. Because it goes Taxman, mm-hmm. then Taxman goes into Eleanor Rigby, and then it goes into Only, Only Sleeping. Have I got right. that right? Am I just I don't know. I, I pulled it up digitally last night, so it just came up as just one track. It'd be terrible if I got that wrong. There's probably dozens of people screaming, going, what? Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Let's I'm, move on. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, let's move on uh, to Chains. Chains from Please Please Me. Jono, this is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that about many Beatles songs. In fact, I'm not sure I've even said it about any Beatles song on the podcast so far. I've said some songs are a bit daft, but I don't think I've said they're awful. But this one, which is a cover of a, a Carol King, Jerry Goffin song that the Cookies originally recorded, I think is just bloody awful. <laughs> it's it's one of the few times, one of the few times I think that the guys have taken an existing song and not been able to do it better, which they generally do, or at least sprinkle enough Beatles fairy dust on it that that it becomes its own thing and it's and it's cool you listen to the cookies version and it sounds all right it's unremarkable but with the female vocalists and particularly with some horns at the end of the lines it it, it feels like a a nice slice of america the beatles version however i'd say it's probably one of my most least listened to beatles tracks ever i think i've listened to i don't know bloody blue jay way more than this it's it's horrible. I don't like it. Jono, please don't tell me you love it or something. Um, you've used up everything I'd written down about it apart from the word... <laughs> apart from the word bland. Uh, there you go. Okay, good. This is a nothing song. Uh, it doesn't deserve to be talked about any longer. Okay, then. So I think we should just move on. You've said everything sure. I wanted to say. Uh, let's go on to And Your Bird Can Sing. Yeah from Revolver which uh, which John called fancy paper around an empty box <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I think I think I'll get to that in a moment. I've, I've got something in my notes here. But here's a story, John, about me, because people love hearing about me, especially my work bestie. Uh, in the mid '90s, I was 20ish, and there was a Melbourne indie band called Even, and they put out a single with this as a, a cover version on it. I think it was like a B-side. I think the the single itself was Stop and Go, Man, if people want to go and look it up. The cover of In Your Burn Can Sing was the B-side. Anyway, whatever. Even were a very cool band. Um, They were even compared to the Beatles in some ways. Yeah. So uh, I was listening to that and thinking, I know this song. Why do I know this song? And I I sort of knew that it was the Beatles cover. And it made me go back and reappraise the track on Revolver. Because I actually had a mate who really rated it all through our early lives together. But I'd never completely gotten it. Then via this cover version, I went back to this glorious, bouncy, happy thing. And I've been in love with it ever since. I think it's a good one, Jono. But as you were maybe alluding to, Lennon didn't feel that way. He called it a horror. He called it a throwaway in uh, in a couple of different interviews. And I guess to him, it was just meaningless psychedelic words thrown together to, to sound like something, but didn't really sound like something. I guess that's where the empty box comes into things that you mentioned. Yeah, he never uh, said what the meaning was of it, if, if there was a meaning of it. Oh, there's, there's uh, no meaning. You don't think? No. Well, here, I'll give you three options okay. that people have brought up. Yes, it no, could and be maybe. About, it could be about Frank Sinatra. Uh, right. Apparently, Marianne Faithful seemed to think it was about her and Mick Jagger. Um, unfortunately for Marianne Faithful, her and Mick Jagger got together six months after this <laughs> was released. So mm, I'm going to discount so maybe not. her. Cynthia Lennon, which is sort of the oddest story, was it was about a clock, like a cage, like a bird in a cage, which was a clock. Yeah. Uh, and she had it covered in paper apart from the bit that you could turn to make it oh, I can't even finish the story it's just a bit weird yeah I'm not sure so, about that one either no, so <laughs> it's on it's online if you want to see what Cynthia's uh, view of what it, of what it was but um, yeah d- listening to this it is very just what <laughs> I don't get what you're talking about or singing about so um can't have a too much weight to it really unfortunately and it also it just sort of ends it just sort of uh. yeah i i mean we're, we're talking about the the meaning and all of that there but i still think as i said it, it's it's glorious it's bouncy it's happy and i do like it for that you know when the when the guitar riff starts the song off it's just bouncing along and is so happy uh, you know that's a good thing the guitar is great and it also sounds like um it's, it sounds more forward than what they've done in previous albums. Like it feels a bit more like there's been a bit of progression in the either the way that it's been recorded or they're putting it through the the production desk. Mm. It's got a little bit more sort of I don't know. It's just a bit more there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, by Revolver, they were using more guitars and stuff in the studio. You know, you see pictures of them playing all sorts of guitars. You know, not just the ones that were their stage instruments like they would use on the earlier albums yeah so uh that can help as well quite a bit yeah Mm. cool hey well from a from a song that just sort of ends to a song that just sort of starts uh Mm -hmm. sexy sadie what a cracker of a song here Jono, and what a great backstory and it's one that's not about me. Uh, we're back in India, Jono. The Beatles are getting increasingly hacked off with the Maharishi and are starting to see through him. 
And indeed, when the Maharishi tries to, uh, how do we delicately say it, uh, do it with Mia Farrow. Allegedly. Lennon, Allegedly. Yeah, yes. Well, he's dead now. I think we can't defame him anyway. Uh, John Lennon is like, this is BS. And he writes this song about the Maharishi. So all the bits about, you know, sexy Sadie making a fool of everyone and you broke the rules and all of that. It's all about Lennon talking about the Maharishi. So sing it. Sing it in your head, dear listener, with uh, not sexy Sadie, but Maharishi as the lyric and you'll get the rough idea. Um, There are also some versions, I believe, with more R-rated lyrics going around too. Oh, yes. (laughs) Which I won't say on the podcast. Good Lord. Um, All up. I think it creates a great kind of song. It's it's bitter and sad and pissed off, but it's not angry per se. I really love the vibe in this one, Jono, quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's it, it is it's the wah 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 wahs are, are great. Uh, also, all the vocals feels like they've they've sort of got sort of phasing on them, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite quite interesting effects on the on the vocals uh, did you hear about the whole thing about the lyrics so instead of writing them down mm-hmm. Lennon carved them into a piece of wood oh I have heard that story and I thought gosh how long would that take because yeah. I've carved like my initials and a girl's initials you know into a, a desk or a tree in my life and that took a long time and that was just four letters <laughs> imagine doing the whole lyric yeah, yeah. Um, seemed a bit extreme. A little bit. I'm not sure if it was the lyrics of the R-rated version or of the <laughs> new version. But some fan, some private collector somewhere, has that piece of wood. It was sold uh, to a collector. So, Oh, right. So one of the Beatles in a circle probably got it. I think it was... And then it was auctioned off later. Yeah, I think it was... Uh, trying to remember who got it. Someone got it and sold it. So, yeah, someone from the inner circle, I'd say. Yeah. Um, hey, little hands on the buzzer moment, little trivia quiz for you, Rob. Which Australian band mm-hmm. uh, was uh, thought or sort of accused of having I know where off this is going. the title? Can I answer before uh, you sorry, get the, the question the, out? The lyric and the melody. Jet. Uh, Jet had a song that massively ripped this off. Um, and I can't even remember what their song was called. Look What You've Done. Look what you've done. Oh, yeah. look what you've done. You've made a fool of everyone. Which is yeah. essentially the lyric. <laughs> and it was one of the reasons I couldn't stand Jet at the time. But now when I look back and I look at the state of modern music today, I think, well, at least Jet were out there with guitars making good guitar music, um, mm. even if it was derivative. <laughs> um, yeah, but this isn't the Jet podcast, so I'll, I'll stop now. No. Um, Sexy Sadie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh a very interesting track you can't say oh, that it's not sure. interesting and uh, the story behind it just makes it even more interesting um, and I like John singing on it and it just yeah again another piece of good fun from um, well fun maybe is not the right word but like just good interesting song from the White Album mm, agree yeah okay well there they are that's the four that is the four for this week uh, we have to pick one I'm Only Sleeping Chains and Your Bird Can Sing and Sexy Sadie what's it going to be Rob? oh like I've started doing lately Jono I've, I've not written down a, a winner I sort of talk to you and sort of feel the vibe and I think about what can possibly go up against other songs you know and that sometimes colours how I pick 
And despite some of the things I've said in this very podcast, I think the best song to go through is And Your Bird Can Sing. I was not expecting that. Really? I was not expecting that. I think it's the best one to go through as oh, a competitive song. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, I think well, look, Sexy Sadie's great, but put it up against another song. It, it, it's its own thing. I don't think it would compete. But oh. And Your Bird Can Sing might. Well, Rob, mm-hmm. that makes it Battle of the Revolvers because- um, Oh, I, I, and your bird can sing is great, but it's, it, it feels a little meaningless for me. I am going with I'm only sleeping. Okay. Um, because it sounds like nothing we've really heard before from them, which yeah. a lot of revolver was and your bird can sing could theoretically be, you know, placed somewhere in one of their earlier albums. Whereas I'm only mm-hmm. sleeping is feels like it's just different and odd. And, um, that, that, Backwards guitar or backmarked guitar. Back- yep. Well, let's call it backwards. Uh, backwards <laughs> guitar, but it's just, just weird. And I like the fact that you're creeped out by it a little bit. Um, I've never been yeah. creeped out by it, but I like that it's you know making people different people feel different things. Um, it's I Am Only Sleeping for me. It is. Okay. All yeah. right. So, here so, we go. This is it. Um, we, in these situations, as you know, play a game called John or Paul. Uh, it's our version of Heads or Tails. Uh, we basically have to pick uh, John or Paul and uh, whoever wins. I never explain this bit very well, but I feel like I over-explain it. <laughs> Let's basically, just do it. Rob, <laughs> who do you pick, John or Paul? Today, John, I pick Paul. You pick Paul. Okay. So... Here's the thing. If Paul is played with this random button I'm about to press, then Angel Bird Can Sing will go through. If it's John, Mm -hmm. it's I'm Only Sleeping. Yep. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Yeah, there's a couple on on the album a bit like that. Ah. Your bird sings again. Yes. For another week. Yes. I'm Only Sleeping has gone to sleep. Well Very done. Good. I think I think either of those could have been a potential, you know, go through. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, well done. Your first yeah. win in a while, Rob. So just savor it, you know. It is actually. Yeah, mm. you're right. Yeah. Good. Um, cool. Andrew Birkin Singer is going through. Congratulations, Chains. I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> you are relegated back to the dustbin of time. Um, yes. All right. Let's take a look at what we're going to pick out for next week. Let's get into it. Mm. Honestly, I think this box, I might need to get to a smaller box because the box is pretty much, well, it's not empty, but it's half empty. We're well over half. Wow. Over. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. amazing. Here we go. Okay, let's get into it. First one we've picked out, Baby, It's You. Oh, please, please, me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I've been waiting for this for so long. Oobla-dee, oobla-da. <laughs> From the White Album, right? <laughs> Um, slow down. Ooh, early B side sort of thing. Yep. And the fourth one. It, ooh, Lady Madonna. Ooh, single. Yeah. yeah. What a week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yes, absolutely. Hey, um, thank you for joining us again this week. If you would like to get in touch, 
the Beatles World Cup at gmail.com is our email address and you can uh, not only get in touch with us on Twitter at Beatles World Cup but you can also vote on this week's poll to say whether we got it right I say we it was Rob um, it was me so, blame me yeah and it doesn't really matter if you know you don't pick Rob's one because he'll just tell all his Twitter followers to stack the vote like he did a few weeks back <laughs> power just, just saying you do have a lot more Twitter followers than me. So, you know, you've got that edge. It's the podcast that does it. Yeah. My Doctor Who podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, hey, let's not cross penalty. Thank you very much. You got your own <laughs> stuff with that. I didn't say what it was called. <laughs> and nor will you. Have a great okay. week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>